Welcome to Film Study and All American Universe Podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast. Five stars, all of that good stuff, all of the wonderful things we talk about all the time. Today we are uh, talking about 510 OPP. And I have Mina and Kimberly on the line, and I'm very, very excited to talk about this. This was a good episode. So I'm excited to talk about this episode with them. And yeah, let's let's get into it. So first of all, what were your thoughts? Uh, Kimberly, you could go first, and then, and then Mina, you can follow up. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it quite a bit. And we talked a little bit offline about it. I, I enjoyed it so much that it made me nervous for the next episode. <laughs> you did say like that. They, it's like they want to give us everything good, all the fun story. Like, we're hitting everything. Like, you know, there was, there was some... People got some issues going on, but it it just feels like a buildup. It's like a, I don't even want to call it a calm before a storm. Like they wanted to get you excited. Oh, it's about, definitely the calm before the storm. Yeah. It's, you can tell something is brewing, but I, I enjoyed it. I would yeah. probably, <laughs> I would, I was like thinking of how I would rate it. I said probably like a, a nine out of 10. Really? And the only reason it's not a 10 is because of preaching coop. I was literally going to say the exact same thing. I'm not even joking. I love this episode so much. I've really enjoyed season five in general. It's been really such a good, solid season. Mike and David are always amazing. I always look forward to their episodes. Mm -hmm. And this episode was no exception. They're just really sharp with their writing. They're very clever. And they're really able to tie all the storylines together so much. Right. Um, and I also rated a nine, and the only reason why it's not a ten is because of preaching coop. <laughs> and Mike and David are so good at weaving storylines together, but even they weren't able yeah. to successfully, I feel like, weave in the preaching coop storyline. So that tells you everything <laughs> you, know? you need to know about that storyline. It's time to dead it. <laughs> Enough. Oh my gosh! First of all, it was time to dead that storyline a long time ago. <laughs> I will say this: it's There's still happening. It's not even over. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. There's a couple of things. Kimberly, to your point, I think if you have been a fan of like All American and you've been like a fan of the entire universe for and you know, started, you know, when the show started essentially, you would be very happy with the night that we got last night. Like including sort of homecoming, like all of the all of the main everybody won. For <laughs> all of all the, the everybody won last night. If you're like paying attention to the story and you're like rooting for the couples that you know will end up together, everybody won. Now, if you're on the losing night. team, there's uh, nothing I can say. I mean, you. I can't. Ugh. I I can't say anything to you. Ugh. But uh, you know, if you if you were if you were a part of the winning team, um, yeah, you won. You won last night. So I agree. I think the episode was good uh, for All-American. And I think, to, to your point, I think that they have done a really great job in season five overall with the writing and overall with balancing balancing different people's storylines. I feel like that's something that they, they sometimes struggle with and struggled with in season three and season four. And now in season five, it feels like they've hit their stride with being able to de- uh, balance uh, different, different storylines. And yeah, I, my thoughts about the coop preach amina stuff are well documented on this podcast so i won't get into it well I, we will get into it because we're talking about it right now uh so preach preach uh coop is helping prep uh prep preach 
uh, and they're talking about like his living arrangements and whether or not he needs a full-time job and he's not really taking it seriously but Coop is really trying to help him blah 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 Preach asks Billy to pull some strings to make him a full-time teacher but Billy has already sent in his resignation so um so he's just like I don't know I don't know if I can I can help you with this one <laughs> um and <laughs> literally and so then I don't know it's just like this whole thing with Coop trying to trying to figure out a way to help preach while preach is also still grappling with whether he should like do you know one more job or whatever just to get just to get a little bit more money to help um to help sort of provide a better place for Amina to stay uh because he might not get the full-time job all of that to say he ends up not doing that thing and he ends up getting the full-time job um this is why this is the thing that I liked about it before I talked about why I didn't like it like as a whole I think this would have been a perfect story to tell if we have not been like following his story like if preach as a character only came up like every seven episodes or so or whatever like I feel like we would all love this story we would all love to see Preach go on this journey where he started off in a gang and he was trying to you know get right blah 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 and he ends up getting this teaching job and he ends up getting a full-time job Kareem tweeted out an article today that said like they are following a real life story of an ex uh an ex-con get like becoming a full-time teacher I did not know that until today and so I it made me appreciate the storyline for what it is more this specific one in this episode um but again I think it's it's a case of the audience just being tired of this story and if they had pace this out better if we had not spent so much time on this character as we do i think as a we would appreciate this so much like the story that they're telling if we just got a little bit a lot a lot of it (laughs) yeah i agree and i wish i would have known beforehand that they're kind of emulating a real life story because i feel like it would make me resonate with the storyline more whereas i usually just feel like they're just throwing preach in there to meet a quota if you know what i mean Yes, I, yes. I wonder is it is it the preach storyline that we dislike so much or the fact that it's so tightly woven with coop <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true is it i think it's it, a little it's bit of both sure. i think it's a little okay. bit of both because okay. i think and i th- i think like take away the fact that he has amina like i don't think i would care as much if he wasn't a dad and I understand the reasonings that he's a dad but I think it's just like there's almost no way you could like extricate Coop from Preach because they've always been the only reason we have Preach is because because of of Coop yeah yeah and you know now they've and I to be fair again like these are like good things and pieces but the way that it's come together is really just not it's not hitting the way it's supposed yeah. to. Like Coop becoming Coop becoming a lawyer. I said like I'm not a fan because it's I don't want her around Laura. <laughs> but honestly, it makes it makes sense for her to become to like to become a lawyer and it considering all of the run-ins that she's had with the law and like trying to, you know, trying to make Crenshaw a better place in her own way or whatever. That all makes sense, but it's like in the way that we got it, <laughs> we're just tired. Like I hate it. Just get it off my screen. I also just think that whenever they fit in time for the Preaching Coop storyline, 
it doesn't feel like integrated with what's going on in the rest of the episode. It just feels so one off. Right. And so whenever they are showing one storyline and they cut to Coop and preach, it feels so awkward. Like, I don't, I feel like they haven't figured out how to successfully weave in that storyline, if that makes sense. I, I think agree. they're, so they, uh, again, like David and Mike, did I get his name right? Yeah, Mike, Mike and David. Yeah. Yes, Mike and uh, to your point from earlier, they did a, I thought they, I mean, to your point, they did a fantastic job with this episode and doing that because now we have Preach going to build, like, it's it's a part of, it, it's integrated better. I do agree that is. I like that they've had him more with Billy than just Coop or, like, Preach and Layla was like the oh my god I hated that dynamic <laughs> ever and that. I just like it and so I think that to this to to your point I like that I like that they have had him become a teacher sort of organ as organic as possible but organically through Billy becoming the principal even though I didn't want Billy to be the principal but it's just like this this. St- remaining sort of background of the Amina and the custody trial. It's like, I don't care about that. Like I would like to see him be a teacher. Sure. He can be a dad on the side or, you know, I don't, whatever, but it's like, it's the whole custody Amina because it's connected to Mo still. It's connected to Tyrone still. It's just not interesting to me. Like I would much rather see, you know, pop in to preach every 10 episodes seven to 10 episodes or so and we see him like getting the high schoolers together i think that would be much more interesting agreed agreed but yeah enough on enough on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we, we talked about that way longer than i thought we would which i don't know kudos to us kudos we tried we tried we tried, <laughs> we tried. um Jamie, Asher, and JJ. Um, so obviously we got an update that Jamie was stable and all that stuff after her scare. But she is like, even though she's out of the hospital, she needs to find a way to pay her hospital bills. Uh, Asher doesn't wor- want her working. She tells all this to Layla. Um, and the group comes together to like come up with this idea of auctioning off dates uh, to raise money to help Jamie pay for her hospital bills so she doesn't have to go to work as quickly. One thing that I loved about this storyline is... And I don't know if it's like the introduction of Jamie's character itself, but it feels like she was a catalyst for us getting more, like a greater view into sort of the Beverly Cruz dynamic as like yes, I was, I was as kids. gushing over that last night because I feel like we don't really get to see that dynamic as much because Spencer isn't a part of that. Um, and it was just really nice mm-hmm. to kind of see them come together. You really feel how the history between them like you can really tell that they've all known each other for such a long time so it was just really nice to see that we really don't get to see that that much yeah i I like how i like how jamie has kind of like she's truly like a part of that group she is truly a part of the group and it it i forgot the girl's name who vanessa was talking to remember they were at the yes yeah, i forgot about her do not mention her name to me at all because i feel like all americans approach with recurring characters usually they're never really integrated into the group as much as jamie has like if you look back i feel like the only characters who have been integrated in this way simone and then maybe preach but other than that and i guess jj but other than that no not really 
Like, usually they're very one off. don't, because JJ was there so, from the yeah, beginning. So, yeah, really just Simone. Yeah. yeah. So, it's just really nice to see her become Kia. Like, a solidified. Oh, yeah, Kia, too. <laughs> she was, yeah. So, it's just oh, really nice to her. see her become such, like, a solidified part of the group and see them come together yeah. for her. Yeah, so, and I so have to say we gotta address now <laughs> what as as much as as much as we love her the it's it's so crazy like the reason that we love jamie is also the reason why we got a word that we have grown to detest like in that moment was when that word was oh first stop used. i don't even want like don't don't <laughs> even say this word on I'm, my podcast i have not i, I will not i will not say the word but it's kind of grown on me now Oh no, it gosh. has not grown. <laughs> Mina, do not say that word. Oh my. I literally just called them the group, the crew, any other word besides that <laughs> term that shall not be used. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, the reason we came to love her is just her reaction to, you know, Asher, obviously dating Liv and dating, and just her reaction to it was just, yeah, this is hilarious. You guys are, uh, Blank. I'm vortex. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to use it. I know. Yeah, I, I so just much felt... charisma too. Like if anyone oh, yeah. else was, I was going to say I that. I don't know if I would be as invested in the character, but the actress just brings so much to this character. I can't help but root for her. Like she just brings a lot of charisma to the part. I was I was going to say that, and I think I've said this a couple of a couple of times whenever she's whenever she's on is that like. Maya just she has a way of even with Jamie's first introduction uh, bringing a very like two-dimensional character she made her very three-dimensional off the bat and it's just like you can't the reason why um I think that they've it's worked so hard to sort of integrate her into into the group is because like it is hard to find an actor who can match the chemistry of an already established show that's like been together and, like, for have them be seasons similar. that's yeah, really seasons. hard to do seasons seasons very true um so yeah shout out shout out to her but so they they do it after having this funny conversation about conjugal visits and like <laughs> your rich didn't matter because i was richer <laughs> listen <laughs> right? i wrote that so line down oh, oh my god she was she the had one-liners. some lines she, she had, had one liners she was making sound effects it was just it was yeah, fantastic it was great i love i loved it i loved it um and so anyway they had that that conversation right about about that this wouldn't be this wouldn't be anything sexual it's just like it's just dates uh so that people can date people that uh have have girlfriends uh we'll come back to that when we talk about when we talk about layla uh but they have the auction um denise did i thought that they would like just get Denise, but I was not expecting her to just like walk in and sort of take it over. But that is absolutely her character to be like, you know what? You're a white man. You cannot be auctioning off. And the fact that she didn't even know Asher. She's like, what's going that on part. here? Hey, you, what's going on here? Because no, Asher let me wasn't do even it. at the wedding, right? No. He wasn't even- <laughs> no. She he didn't know him. Down. You can, and I appreciate that they acknowledge that she's just walking up to this stranger, like, "What's going on here? Why are these guys Literally. here?" And he's describing it to her. It's like, "No, you can't do this. I'm gonna it, do yeah. it." It's like, okay. 
exactly it's so I her appreciate though. that so much and she was just like just give me the give me them cards before you get canceled no that was hilarious i'm sorry <laughs> uh but she she holds the she holds the auction um we'll get into the dates for the mains in a second but obviously jj walks in bids of five thousand dollars on asher um and you know the rest of the this storyline is sort of about jj and asher coming back together fighting about something that happened when they were like eight years old uh and then obviously about things more recently about asher being a coach and jj really not taking that seriously but they come back together i would still love to have his last episode addressed what he walked out saying but we'll um maybe the writers are just gonna chalk that i fear uh, that chalk that out to alcohol no that's Um, what i'm good i i think it's gonna be chalked up to alcohol if it does happen, I feel like it it's going to be a part of like I mean we we see his we see JJ's episode coming in terms of and we I won't rush ahead but in terms no, of good. them really addressing that and I wonder if if it's going to come up I could see it coming up then because of part yeah. of you know part of the steps being to make amends and yeah. as far as we know Layla knows nothing about this Right. <laughs> right like she has no clue that this has been said but and he's i mean we don't even know if he remembers if he like i could see it coming up later yeah at that point if at all yeah no i agree i agree and to that point um when you know the group tells her tells jamie that her hospital bills will be taken care of and she's like officially a part of the group um live live notices which you know Sometimes people come for me for my predictions, but they always end up happening. I know you saw this coming. Point. You saw this yep. coming a mile away. I remember you talking about how they were gonna weave live into JJ's storyline. And it, it makes sense. It makes sense. And I was just like, I think they're gonna have Layla for the depression aspect, which obviously she did talk to Jordan and she was just like, you know, talk to him. Obviously, we got that in what was it, six. We got that in five oh six and now Liv in 510 is saying like is noticing his drinking and saying like I you know I was a high functioning alcoholic and like you're you're going down a dangerous dangerous path um so I think that that's important to have them to have them realize that and I think it's really interesting that they're having the women realize that and, and you know the guys are not sort of noticing taking note as much of it um but that's just something something to watch like you yeah. said well even so i think the guys are noticing it but they're noticing it as typical a guys. surface level thing and yeah. and even even asher's response to it is more get your stuff together like yeah. you know like he he's not seeing it as a as a problem or like something's wrong to your point like layla did where she was like maybe he just misses you guys like something's going on there and then, you know, I think Liv, once she kind of got her head cleared a little bit from all the stuff she's like, she was able to see it a lot more. So I I think the guys see it, but they don't truly see the layers. To I'm it. so glad yeah. you said yeah. that because I saw a tweet earlier and, and they were like, how are how have JJ, Asher and Jordan been friends since they were kids and they don't know, notice what's going on with um JJ, but Olivia has. And like what I don't think people understand is that obviously Olivia is going to see what's going on with JJ from a more closer perspective because she's been in his position as an alcoholic. Yeah. So it's not that yeah. JJ, it's not that Jordan and Asher don't care about JJ or don't see what's going on, but I don't think they understand what the root cause is. But Olivia does because she's right. been in that right. position before. 
and also Liv is also has also been JJ's friend for life. Right. Um, so it's not that you know they have it. They've all been friends mm-hmm. for life. Um, and to that point, like Layla was in the midst of a depression and hit it from people, hit it from people well, just like Liv was in the midst of being alcoholic, hit it from people and hit it from people well. So they're going to notice those those signs because they've been through it. Um, and yeah, it'll just be interesting to see to see where this all where this all goes and where this. All I have ends a question up. for you, actually. Um, Do you think that Olivia will yeah. end up being JJ's sponsor down the road? You see anything like that happening? That would be a pretty that would be a pretty interesting twist on it. I would not want that for them though, just because they are, I mean, like they're not as close as everybody in the group, mm-hmm. but because they're already like their friends, I just feel like the lines there would get blurred. And we even see how difficult it is with, I mean, the, the writers have made it painstakingly obvious how difficult it is to be JJ's friend. And also like in a position of like sort of trying to guide him and mentor him with Asher being his coach. So yeah, I don't know. I think it would be an interesting story to tell, but I also like don't want that for, for Liv just because of the difficulties of that. But what are yeah, you think, though? What, are, what are your thoughts on that? Considering she's already tried to be a sponsor before and just seeing how that ended up. I could I see, like, yeah, and I could see her doing it again later on down the line, but just not. Not at the moment. <laughs> not, well, not. and before we, you know, again, I, I know I'm seeing predictions in the future. This might not be the time for her to take on. No, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say it, uh, it might not be the time be for her to take that on with episodes. with po- the possible things that uh, are yeah, coming up true. here shortly. Like I that's wasn't even be, thinking about that. Look at yeah, yeah. that's going to be a lot for her to deal the with. The way I am so, so unconcerned about this uh, <laughs> this major <laughs> thing that's happening. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, we'll we'll get to it in a second. And, uh, look. Are, are we going to skip the sumo wrestling? I thought it was hilarious. Like, oh yeah. I enjoyed it. I love the uh, cinematography. That there's always like the, so far with the directors this season. There's always one shot that I feel like a director sort of puts their stamp on an episode and sort of challenges the the usual way that all American works. And so that that sumo scene where the flash with Asher and like Asher's like looking down at JJ, I thought was so inventive because it reminded me of like action movies. So I was like. I was I was loving it. That was that was fun. I did like um, where they left off too, though. Just before we yeah, do that, like, same here. It was actually just the like, hot just tub finally got used in present day. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I was just like, I don't I don't know if any shipper wanted to see JJ and Asher <laughs> no in the hot no. tub in present day, but you know, there it is. There it is. Uh, no, but I I did like how they ended that, and I think like despite the heaviness of impend what's impending with uh jj like i really really love that that group scene at the end where they yeah. all were there for for asher i mean for jamie well jamie and asher but layla's label layla's label listen <sighs> all right layla be a 5b i already know it's gonna say <laughs> it's been serving olivia scenes were so oh good yes. Yes. so good and it's just like look we deserve this after being in the trenches after being in the trenches for so long 
Um, but they're they're talking about Layla's article, like Liv is reading an article about Layla where she was interviewed and she's talking about restoring the Keating legacy. Um, which there there are some interesting tidbits that I feel like you really had to pay attention in, in, in that specific storyline. But uh talking about the Keating Keating legacy and they start talking about uh Liv's article, right? And she was just like, Oh, and the reason she just sort of jumps around in the conversation. She's like, and the reason we broke up was stupid anyway and da 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 and she obviously starts talking about uh Spolivia as they're talking about which place to which position each article should be on the fridge. Um but uh they have this cute conversation about Liv and, and Noah and, and sort of where it is and she's like, Oh go hey get them back then get them back I love <laughs> just that like laura so said right because yeah. you can tell that layla is like looking at her a little sideways like okay this might be a little bit out of pocket but Liv is her best friend and at the end of the day you're gonna exactly so she gonna stick beside her it was exactly. just so re- that conversation was just so realistic exactly and and, and layla's occupied She's, Layla she's is got, occupied. She's got well, it's, <laughs> her attentions are <laughs> elsewhere, so we're fine. It's also one of the funniest things I think about that scene was when Layla said, um, what happened to Noah? And she and Liv replied, she was like, he's my coworker, Layla, because they had this exact conversation. She was like, didn't we just? <laughs> she was like, you know what? That's why she Never asked. mind. She what knew. are we going to do? <laughs> right. Right. She knew before she even, like, oh, when yeah. she said Noah, and she said, really? That's what we knew, that this was not going to not gonna last. Um, but, uh, talking about, I also love that, that Layla encouraged Liv that her article didn't ruin lives. Uh, I love that so much too. She's so supportive. She's one of the few people who I feel like who's been consistently supportive of the article. Um, and so that's something that I just really love about their dynamic this season. And it's been very subtle, but she's just been so consistently supportive of the article and just validating Olivia's reasons for going through with it. Yeah, and I'll say she, I think, like, honestly, even from last season, like, when Olivia first started being a a journalist and, like, some of her first articles, like, Layla has, to your point, it's been more subtle, subtle nods to it, but she has been, I think, one of the most consistent outside of, like, Laura and Billy who came around, but, like, it's really been sort of uh, Layla, Laura, Billy, who've sort of been been very, very consistent about their praise for uh, Olivia's work. Even, um, even before she starts with, like, what episode? I think it was, like, four... There was the one where uh, Jamone was over. And oh, they, yeah, and they were... Yeah. Remember they yeah, were in the kitchen 416? when she was... Yeah, when she was yeah. questioning herself... She was like, your instincts are usually right. Like, trust yourself. Like, exactly. even just that encouragement before she writes a thing. Like, trust even, you. Uh, even all the way back to Wade. Look, I, y'all know I got the Layla Bieber seat. <laughs> so even all the way back to Wade, when she was telling Jordan, she was just like, Jordan, you need to calm down. Like, Olivia, what Olivia's doing is probably right. Exactly. Um, so that was that was a little aside on aside on Layla Bia. Um, But... The, and then it was it ended on the joke of like yes do you think do you think i could get spencer to hate her if uh maybe you could write an article about her? So that uh, was that was great i love great. their banter just, so much oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it was so good it was so good but um so like we said they sort of come up with the idea to have the auction um she's layla's prepping for that she's like making dollars for dudes etc etc she's talking to jordan he's very i know listen i know people hate the fact that so many of their seeds are in the studio, but I personally oh, I love it. Jordan, he's too comfortable. Oh, this man was laying 
on the I couch. Love this uh, I just. It's just me. I think it's so because well. Layla used to be cooped up in there, isolating herself from the world, and now the studio feels like a special place just for them two. And even Jordan yeah. individually, like anytime he has a problem or anytime he just needs to escape, he goes to the studio. Like that's a place of comfort to him to the point where he feels comfortable enough laying there, legs stretched out. Like that is their place. So I will never get tired of yeah. the scene. Let's no, go I back agree. to 416. That's why that's their spot. That's, <laughs> that's why that's true. their spot. Because you know what? You're that's, right. That's where, like, they, I mean, we know what this, we know what was said, right? Like, yeah. that's where they took all of those, okay, let's, let's, Hidden let's, feelings, just, let's just go right. for it. We're going to say what's on our minds, what's on our hearts. So that's where they're, I think, most free as individuals. And that's where they really, like, that's, that's why that's their spot. No, I agree. No, you're right. I didn't even, like put that together but i think you're absolutely right is that it's just like you can't I, they are like forever bonded like by that moment that they experience in in 416 and i think you're right that it is like it has become such a special special place for them partly due to partly due to that um we're, we're yeah so clay comes in as they're talking and he's less like blowing a lot of hot air coming in like a cartoon villain the way like Jordan i don't know just like stood up oh my god yeah it's a fall fall back clay yeah i know we love it <laughs> the one time i want to see this man punch somebody and he's acting <laughs> I like say an this adult for, i'm like why does jordan have to mature right now like i don't understand <laughs> let's yes jordan go after him let's go we want to see it <laughs> but i will say i will say i was if we didn't get a Jordan punching Clay, I was very happy that we got a Layla saying "dun dun dun" <laughs> when Clay tried to. Oh my gosh! The way I laughed tried at that to... moment and couldn't even hear him say whatever he said when he was I I laughed out loud like no, I couldn't even hear so what he was saying. Like seeing the out. contrast between Jordan and Layla's reactions to Clay, like Jordan was so bothered. He was like. Oh hell no! So like serious, you're not gonna disrespect yeah. my girlfriend, and Layla, she's completely right. bothered. About to, what did he say? What did he say? Oh, I'm about to knock him on his dumb ass. Like he's yeah. so, <laughs> he's so serious. <laughs> he was oh, ready my for gosh. it. He said, like, "He was I want ready." The smoke. <laughs> he was ready, and as we know, as we know, Layla was just like, "Where are you going? <laughs> Where are you going? No, I can take care of myself. I can handle it myself." And they continue to talk about it, right? As setting up for dollars for dudes. Um, they also talked about we missed this. They also talked about whether or not Layla would bid on Jordan um, for the for the auction, and she. I was kind of so surprised. I was so surprised that she said that she was going to bid on him. We got to go back to Bay. Oh my God. I we can't just skip that. We, can't just skip like that. we cannot. I jumped when he said that in a good way. Because I feel like in that moment, well, she I was did like, too. wait, they're actually dating. Like, this she did joke. too. She melted. She didn't did jump. Did y'all hear she her? Listen, she melted. I, I am I'm a Jordala Stan. Let's just put that out there. Me too. Know Everyone have knows. Their feelings and their ships. Okay. We're all Jordala Stan on this like, podcast. Did y'all hear her? Like uh, she was like, okay. <laughs> like under <laughs> <laughs> he said that. She said, okay. And I was like, oh, she's done. Please. She's done. She's done. But she's been gone. Like I like oh, yeah. I said, oh. she's like 10, 20 feet under the ground at this point. 
Um, she, so yeah, no, the, the babe was really, the babe was really cute. And it's just like, again, how, how gone is she? The fact that she was actually going to, through for, for Monica records, like bid on Jordan is oh, yeah. hilarious. Cause I was not anticipating that. Um, but so the date auction gets underway. We already talked about what happened with Denise. Uh, Layla does not end up bidding on Jordan because she's sort of preoccupied with talking to Gia and talking about her communication um, communications and, you know, emphasizing this this legacy that she has and she can use the Keating name. This is where I wanted to pause a little bit because I feel like if you weren't paying attention, we j- got so far with this storyline with Layla and Clay that I didn't even realize because artists have been leaving Keating Records apparently and coming to Layla. Apparently he's lost like half of his PR department or something like that. So it's just like, wait, she's been quietly building an empire and like we have not seen this at all. Yeah, it was zero to I was so shocked. Quick. I was true. very confused about that because I feel like the last we've like really gotten of the storyline, Layla was in the gutter. And all of a sudden, yeah, no, I know. Keating records is down terrible. We thought her only artist was patience because <laughs> they're going on tour. To- it was well, it was patience in that. What, what was the other girl's name that she swapped oh. the session for? Jordan. The, <laughs> I forget. I don't remember the name. The rapper. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, yes. she was like a jazz musician or something. But like, I'm just like, so did did uh, the homegirl from 501 like? Did she decide to leave or like? What are we do? What are we talking about here? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but regardless, apparently for Monica Records is up, and I think that's just going to be something important to pay attention to as JP comes back, and I'm sure he's going to have thoughts on, um, obviously Clay eventually sort of relinquishes, like Layla's just like waves the white flag, which she didn't need to, and we'll get back to what Clay said, but she waves the white flag and is just like, we don't need to keep doing this, we don't need to keep attacking each other, we can support one another. Um, and Clay decides not to use the Keating, the Keating name anymore. Um, and he decides to give it to Layla. So I think, you know, we'll talk about that more when we get to predictions, but I do think that that was interesting as Jordan is trying to figure out how to support, (laughs) support Layla. So you could see in that particular scene, his face softened, right? Until Jordan Mm -hmm. walks in. No, he was so definitely like, like was he maybe tri- there's something yeah. still here. Eggs, that's exactly what <laughs> I got Jordan from that. And like, oh. hey, 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 open the door. <laughs> <laughs> and again, actually, is, I, I wanted use, to talk to you. Oh, yeah. I'm not even using the key. I'm opening the door because she knows that I am on my way here. This is my old, fa- like, it was very much, and, and that's when you see, you see Clay's face just turns into oh, this guy's back in here. Because, like, you know, Layla's being kind. They're, they had their nice little moment of, yeah, truce, we're all good. And then mm-hmm. he goes right back into that defensive posture once he sees Jordan walk in the door. And I was almost I was like, I'm proud of you for being a grown-up, Jordan, but this is terrible timing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it is interesting because I, to get to, like, Jordan and how he got to that point, obviously he told Denise about everything that went on in the group and that he's dating Layla and he's not sure about how to support her with Clay and she says the whole being a king versus knight thing um but he I think he summed it up well when he was just like oh they didn't date so it's like they they were not together Layla and Clay 
And Clay clarified something, which I have been talking about, Mina. I know yes, something that I you have so been talking about. last night. I, um, me too, because I this man said. I think I know said, what you're talking about, but go ahead. Because he said the line, I, uh, what did he say? I forget how mm-hmm. young you are. Yep. Yep. And so it it's like it it is always discussed every single every since it came out like what Clay's how old Clay was. I was just like, dude, this man was literally at her senior was prom. Literally hitting <laughs> like, on, actively hitting on her at her high school prom. Exactly. That there was a it's age between them. Disgusting. How disgusting. old is he? Do we know? He's supposed to be like twenty. I don't know. It's it's like up in the yeah, 20s. Yeah, he's up old. in the 20s. But okay. but it was just like Layla was very clear when they met. Layla was very clearly just recently 18 and and literally at her high school prom. Like still in high school has not graduated yet. Uh, and that just makes and the so it was just even more sinister. Like it was already bad knowing that he was sabotaging her and harassing her just because she rejected his advances didn't want to pursue a relationship and then you top it off with that age difference and didn't respect her boundaries like the whole thing was like and there's been some interesting enemies to lovers whatever go off you guys (laughs) i saw that whatever okay i'm sorry i'm sorry it's just like he clay never respected her boundaries right he used her mom's song without permission Mm -hmm. he like continued to try to push this like relationship thing when she was very 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 clear what their situation was and that she did not want to pursue anything more with him and that's why i was just like i feel like she waved the flag like she didn't need to because she was correct in that he was at like it was and that's not such just a Layla thing he was attacking her personally yeah. it is such a Layla thing to do and I was just like you know what she's just like she's just like my business is successful right now I don't need to worry about this man I have my man anyway not respecting her boundaries because I feel like that's such a good contrast to how Jordan has been with her and him just being so respectful and patient with like not wanting to come out right away and that just shows like the such a stark mm-hmm. difference between the two of them and why Jordan is so good for her yeah yeah and I'm actually I'm glad that you mentioned patience because um having patience not patience the character uh because i agree and i think like it's i think it's lost on some that they have patience with each other and i'll get into this more like maybe in like a separate like jordela video but i think this episode shows the patience that they mutually have obviously jordan very much wants to be like out about their relationship right he likes it's so painful for him to get out that word friend when he's talking to clay like i'm her friend right (laughs) and when he's telling clay not to disrespect layla but also layla and her like just sort of everyday patience with trying to explain to jordan like this is how I feel. We've talked about this. I know that you want to address this, but we have talked about this and still coming at the end of the day. And like one of my favorite, if not my favorite line for these two in this episode is when she tells Jordan, like right before she goes to kiss him and she's just like, oh my gosh, you're so dramatic. (laughs) Because he's just like, oh, this is a deal breaker for you. And she's just like, you know, just because we have a disagreement but i understand where you're coming from and i appreciate it and obviously so good at communicating i love it she's so good at communicating 
And so like they they are both so patient with each other. Jordan in terms of like their relationship status overall and sort of this secret that they've been hiding and then Layla in sort of this day to day of their relationship, right? The, the my wife, right? The the uh the uh the Valentine's Day date, right? Like are, are we together or are we not? So it's like the whole they I feel like the writers keep making a point to say just how great their communication is and how understanding they are of each other um and they're last probably gonna just be very adorable. very upset it's <laughs> it's where Bolivia is trying to get and that's the truth you know gonna and I, I, I don't mean that i don't mean that you're speaking real i don't mean that i don't mean that as a knock but and i know we'll get to Bolivia. i don't want to jump into that discussion sooner than it needs to be but they're very good and i don't know if it was the studio scene in 416 that got them to this place where they said Mm -hmm. some real stuff like jordan's gonna say what's on his mind and layla's gonna listen to what he has to say and she's gonna say what's on her mind too like the the things that they don't know about each other it's it's, i'm trying to think of so there's what the jj situation and the fight with damon that i think are the two things that have not been yeah we don't exactly. know and that's the thing exactly versus I'll, I'll talk about what i see with bolivia going on but it's they're trying to get there and i think they're on their way there but this is I what this... jordela does well well yeah thanks for listening to film study and all american universe podcast uh we had to cut it off right there but stay tuned for part two where we talk about bolivia <laughs> and billy and this whole coaching at GAU thing.